The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? What could one give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this faithless and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. He also said to them, Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come in power. The Gospel of the Lord. It, it seems as we're making our way through uh, the Gospel of Mark, we, we, you know, we have these sections. Maybe they're like little pearls on a string, uh, these pericopes uh, that we have. And it, to me, it always seems as though we're getting, you know, at least one or two little lines that throws a, a curveball at us and, and, uh, and warrants explanation. Uh, very often, I choose to, uh, to skip over those <laughs> because because my preaching is quite long enough as it is. Um, but this, uh, this, this last little line, I think, is significant for us. When Jesus says, there is some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come in power. And there have been all kinds of, say, I think, poor interpretations of, of this particular line. So I'll, I'll, give the, I'll give what I consider to be the right one, and that is that when Jesus dies on the cross, defeating the rule of sin and death, overcoming the dark forces that had long enslaved man, those people witnessed the kingdom of God coming in power. That's, I mean, that's the power, right? The defeat of death and um, the defeat of idolatry at its heart. Uh, and and our uh, the establishment of for those who follow Jesus hearts of right worship um, and uh, and lives then lived totally in in God's service right this is this is the kingdom of God coming in power it's God's power it's God's power and the kingdom has come and is coming right the kingdom in in the death of Jesus has been inaugurated. And his victory, the victory of self-giving love, now has to be implemented. But it's implemented by the power that comes to us from Jesus' defeat of the dark forces. So I think this, that's significant enough. It also pushes us uh, back into uh, the gospel passage. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Now, this is, this is discipleship. This is what, this is what um, the life of discipleship ultimately means. Deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow, and follow him. Now, this is not some um, like random, uh, drawn-together set of commands that Jesus issues us. It's precisely because we are called okay, to live lives of great and costly love to advance the kingdom of God, 
that we have to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. Right? Love, love always in, for us always entails a denial of ourselves. We, are, we tend toward self-centeredness. If you don't believe we do, I'll see you tomorrow morning in the confessional, okay? We, we'll try to make some progress together, okay? No, we tend towards self-centeredness. Yeah, we, uh, we tend towards self-absorption. If we're called, as we are called to advance God's loving and merciful rule, we have to live lives of great and costly love it requires the denial of ourselves. So it's not like simply like, okay, well, you have to deny yourself. To what end? Well, we know what, we know what to what end. We're called to live lives of love. Yeah? Now, in the, in the run-up to Lent, I think it's, it's worth our considering this as well as we consider what penances we're going to take on in that holy season. We have to deny ourselves. You have to fast. Otherwise, you're full of yourself. There's no way around it. But we're made for love. We're not, we're not made for our own personal satisfaction. That is a miserably small life. We're, we're called to great lives, and those great lives are, in fact, lives of great love. We're called to, as, as Jesus' people, we are called to be at the very frontier of his kingdom, right? We're, we are called to not only allow, allow uh, Jesus uh, to, to, um, to transform us, to renew us, uh, to, to, to advance his loving rule in us, but also through us. So we're called as people who live lives of great and costly love to advance the kingdom of God, we are called to be in those places where love otherwise isn't. And we have to go there with love. We have to go there with charity. That, it might be your couch, but it probably, I don't know if it is, but it might be, where is, where is the place where love isn't? We can identify this in, already in our day-to-day -day living, I think. We find ourselves in places where love isn't already. And we also you know, exp and know in, in ourselves where we are failing to love. So we have to allow Jesus, again, hey, look, if it's denial of yourself to sit here and listen to me, good for you, right? I'm not pointing at you, John, but good, but good for you, okay? Clear it out of the way. This is very significant stuff. This is the life of discipleship. Okay? We have to allow Jesus, again, to, to, to advance his rule in us. So we have, to be, we have to be eagerly obedient. We have to be docile to him. He, he wants to love us back into life, but it means that we have to be willing to say, okay, with my whole being, I will love you. And I won't, I won't hold off... Joseph, I'm telling you, I am telling you, Joseph. <laughs> He's giving himself over to the Lord. That's what's happening. This, he, he, we have to let him do it. There, can't be any, there cannot be any part of ourselves 
that we hold off and say, I'm not willing, I'm not willing to let you advance your rule of love in me there. Right? I'm not, this, is, this is what it all means, taking up our cross. What is the cross but Jesus advancing the rule of God? Jesus at the frontier, right? Jesus at the intersection of heaven and earth. He's pushing. He's pushing the limit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I'm pushing the limit for you, good. But we have to be in places where we, where we are challenged to go beyond ourselves, right? Which is denying ourselves and loving, giving ourselves away. We have to be in those spaces for our good and the good of the world. We have to be there. We're, that's, this is the mission that, that we've been called to. So we're, we are at the frontier. And what does, it, what does it mean to be at the frontier? It means to prioritize God and his purposes. It means to prioritize love at all costs. Which is why Jesus goes on to say, whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. Okay? You want to live the self-centered life? You have nothing anyway. What is your life at that point? Right? It's not even like you're not hitting the, the bullseye. You're not shooting at the right target. If your life is about yourself, if your life is about comfort, right? I need, I need more creature comforts. Look, I'm preaching to myself, okay? I, my life is focused on the acquisition of creature comforts, and I want to live a more pleasant life. This is nonsense. This is, nonsense. This is not good enough for the children of God. It's not good enough for, for the, the disciples of Christ Jesus. We have important work to do, and, we, and we're inclined to put, to put our feet up and enjoy every creature comfort that comes our way. Right? So this is, this is it, right? What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Right? We've, we've been called to, to live lives of great love. If we, if we die in the cause of love, good good for us. This, this is the pinnacle of greatness, to give everything in the greatest cause there is. And, that, and that's the cause of Christ Jesus. Again, my friends, the good news, this is not, this is not good advice. And this, this, is, this is not like, hey, this is, you know, if we, just live, if we just live this way, if we just try to live this way, you know, everything's going to be good. No. The good news is that, yes, he has inaugurated his kingdom. The kingdom of God is coming in power. It's ours to come before him to receive that power. But it's the power of his own life of love, which means as we receive it, we are made to give ourselves away. And that is the sign that we're living under the rule of Christ Jesus and that we're advancing God's kingdom of holiness and justice is that we're giving ourselves away more fully, more freely every day in his service. That our lives are becoming an expression of the charity that we hear and now receive.